weird. Hello there, Weird News Enthusiast, and welcome to Weird. This is the podcast that gives you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true. And my name is Aaron. And my name is Craig, and we're going to be your host during this strange news spectacular. If this is your first time listening to Weird, welcome. E- Where you been? That's what I want to ask. <laughs> each episode of Weird is a podcast in two parts. The first half of each podcast is what we call our Weekly Weird. You're a Weekly Weird. Where we bring you recent weird news stories. And for the second half of the show, we have our Big Story. Story, story. This is where we talk about the stories that are so strange they need to have a little more time than the stories that we talked about during the Weekly Weird. The Big stories where you'll hear about things like abductions, Bigfoot sightings, real-life monsters, stuff like that. Yeah, and tonight's Big Story, we're going to be discussing the insatiable appetite of Tarare. Never heard of him before, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, he's got a fun. He's got a fun name to say. Tarrer. Um, you know, actually, Tarrer. That's what I've been saying. No, I'm saying it's like it's like I'll take my tar and I want a rare. I'll take my tar rare. But anyway, that's coming. That all all that stuff we're talking about Tarrer and all that. That's coming up a little bit later. But for right now, it's time for story. Top story tonight comes from the one and only. Mark Patch. I thank you, thank you, Mark Patch, the band leader for the weird. Uh, this is a short story, but I think we can all really enjoy the story short stories. in sort of a Robert Downey Jr. kind of way. This isn't your house, dude. Woman finds naked intruder sleeping in her bed. What's worse than finding an intruder sleeping in your bed? A naked intruder yes, sleeping in your bed. that's worse. Uh, this comes from Waukesha. Waukesha. Waukesha, get over here. Wisconsin. A Wisconsin woman called police after finding a naked intruder sleeping in her bed. Amanda Delaney said she found the man just before 2 a.m. on Sunday. Wait a minute. What's she doing up at 2 a.m. on Sunday? That's the devil's hour. That's pretty close. Hey, she said she made the discovery when she returned to her apartment after celebrating her 22nd birthday. Hey, hey look, somebody left me a present. Somebody, okay, so she was out celebrating her birthday. That's cool. Yeah. Delaney said she and her roommates started finding strange things around their home. We noticed in the kitchen we had two tubs of butter sitting on the counter with spoons. Yuck, somebody was eating butter? And that She didn't talk this way, by the way. She is from the South. She moved, she? She moved to Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, we just don't eat butter. So maybe he ate some butter as late as a late night snack. So they don't eat butter, but they had some there for him to snack on. Well, that's what they found like he had been snacking on. That's when they went upstairs and found the man naked in Delaney's bed. We flickered on. The, okay, fine. She talks like this. Uh, oh, we flickered on the lights and there was this uh, naked man just chilling in my bed. He was sleeping just on top of my covers naked, she said. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, who are you and why are you in my bed? And why are you naked? He was like, get out. He didn't even (laughs) flinch. Get out. Get out of your home. (laughs) Get out of your own home. The woman thinks the man crawled through uh, a window they forgot was left unlocked. It was open. The screen was was knocked out and the curtains were down. My boyfriend took the blanket off of him and that's when we realized he was fully nude. Uh Uh-oh. Um. Then he just kind of uh, started yelling at him to leave. This isn't your house, dude. This isn't your bed, Kayla Reiman said. Waukesha 
uh, police arrived at the scene and took the man into custody, you could tell that he was really out of it. Uh, and the only thing he really said, he told us to leave him alone. I think he really thought he was in his own bed. Y'all leave me alone. You got him uh, trying to get some sleep. The woman said, um, she said the man seemed to be under the influence of something. Delaney said she was happy no one was hurt and hopes that uh, hopes this is the last birthday present she gets this year. Well, he was in his birthday suit. That's true. Yeah. How, and what else would you wear to a, sure. as a birthday present? Yeah. Delaney described the man as a stranger. Okay, she's really not a good person to give the description to the police officer. <laughs> so, hey, what did this guy look wait, like? Wait, a stranger. <laughs> he looked like a man. Investigators told her the man likely faces disorderly conduct and trespassing charges. His name was not released. All right. Headline is, and this one's submitted by our good friend Jules Camerzel Clifton. Florida police say in what? The, what? Where? Oh, oh is, uh, give me a second, would you? In Florida, you really gotta get quicker with the button over there. Sorry about that. The kids depend on you. Florida police say inmate fed pet iguana to alligator at jail zoo. That's Craig, horrible. I ask you this. Ask me. You ever been to a jail zoo? I've never been to a jail zoo. What kind of jail has a zoo? They're really the really bad animals are there. <laughs> That's where they keep the real bad animals. The really dangerous yes. bad ones. This, of course, comes to us from Key West, Florida. Officials at the Monroe County Jail in West in Key West, Florida, say an inmate fed an iguana that was considered a pet to an alligator at the jail's petting zoo. <laughs> the last thing the iguana says, "What did I do?" <laughs> and he's like, "Why me?" The Miami Herald reported Jason. Alan Gibson, age 40, was charged. No, what's his real middle name? <laughs> See, the rule was in the old format that you had to, if he didn't have a middle name, but he actually has the middle name. What's that middle name? No, we always added. A, no, not if he had three names. Jason Allen Gibson. No, nope. age 40. Aaron. Jason Aaron Gibson. <laughs> age 40, was charged with animal cruelty Monday. He was already in jail on vehicle theft charge. According to the Associated Press, an inmate was feeding a sloth Nearby, that's a slow process. <laughs> I want to go to the zoo. I've actually went been to the zoo down in Gulf Shores, and you, we got to feed sloths. Yeah, I know. I saw. I remember the pictures. Yeah, I was. Could feeding, you tell which one was me and which one was the sloth? It wasn't easy. Was feeding a sloth nearby when he heard a thump. He thump. he looked over to see Mojo, a large, dominant male red and green reptile with a stump for a tail, uh, being bitten by a six foot long alligator. Officials also discovered Gibson fed another iguana to the gator earlier in the month. The, de- the jail zoo, called the Monroe-, Monroe County Sheriff's Office Animal Farm, is located next to the jail and opened in 1994. It is open to the public twice a month. Mojo was at the zoo for 13 years. Man, he killed wow. this 13-year-old pet. There's more than 150 animals, including a, sl- a sloth, a lemur, foxes, goats, alpacas, What's a praise dog? Uh, they're just really, really spiritual. <laughs> praise dogs and a pig are among the inhabitants of the farm. Some inmates are able to work at the zoo, feeding some of the animals and tidying up the place. Hey, hey. Oh, this is hey, gross. Here's a great idea for you. Man saves his nail clippings for a year and turns them into an engagement ring. I'm going to throw up. When it comes to engagement rings, <laughs> we know that not everyone will be able to afford a real diamond. And that's nothing to be ashamed well, of. Well, that's why they make cubic zirconia. Yeah, or those little machines at the station, at the gas station. You put a quarter in, you get a little <laughs> machine. Instead of splashing the cash, some de- some couples decide to buy cheaper ones or craft unique rings themselves out of sentimental items for a low budget alternative, which there's nothing wrong with. Right. 
but this is kind of weird. Uh, and while a lot of people have no qualms about being proposed to with a homemade trinket, it seems there's one thing many people would really hate to receive. Let it be known that the people, uh, the people of social media and surely all sane people out there draw the line at an engagement ring made from a man's fingernail clipping. That's disgusting. Clipping. And trinket is a fun word. I like the word trinket. Trinket. But nobody likes the word moist. Nah, that's that's kind of, I don't know, that's an uncomfortable So word. trinket good, moist. Trinket, why, I like. Why is trinket okay, but moist is not? It's, I don't know, trinket's just fun to say. Okay, the whole process was shared. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was saying he was turning him into a diamond, diamond quote-unquote, ring. He spent a whole year collecting this. Uh, the whole process was shared on Twitter in a disturbing viral video. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. I didn't watch it. I was thinking about watching it and I forgot. The South China Morning Post, that's oh, no. SCMP, <laughs> an Asian man did this. reported that a Japanese man who creates videos on YouTube under the name <laughs> Kiwami Japan collected his fingernail clippings for 365 days and filmed the process of them being turned Good into a grief. piece of jewelry. I kind of am interested in how he did this. Well, you're about to find out. Once he had collected a sufficient amount of clippings the man started by putting them into a blender yuck do not want to eat any dinner no, throw that one away however this didn't give the desi- the desired consistency so he then ground them into a very fine powder before mixing with water in a pan the fourth step saw him compress the nail powder and water mixture into an oven for 90 minutes what came out of the oven can only be described as looking like a lump of dark clay <laughs> The man took the mixture and put it into a diamond-shaped mold before inserting it into a silver ring, which he also made himself uh, when uh, from his back hair. <laughs> no, I made that up. When all this was done, from the finished product hair. was... Uh, no, ooh. Uh, when all this was done, the finished product was a ring with a dull black stone, which thankfully looked nothing like fingernails. Uh, the SCMP news video has been watched over 189,000 times and had hundreds of likes and shares. Many people were disgusted by the footage, even going to, uh, going as far as to brand it hell. Yeah. One person commented, what the did I just watch? Another joked, uh, nothing says romance quite like ground up fingernails. Were there any toenails in it? I wonder. Just, said just fingernails. A third said, that's nasty, bruh. That's nasty, bruh. <laughs> Someone else added, that's just flat out gross. And it is, too. Now, the headline says nail clippings. It doesn't say fingernails. That's true. It could have been, but I mean, to get that much. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know. Over a year. I think I clip maybe once a week and, uh, you know, not much. But you're a Neanderthal, though. Whatever. Okay. Headline is. Iowa family discovers horrifying basement filled with blood from neighboring meat locker. But that smelled great. Ugh. What is this? The gross out episode? Maybe. It's, it's, well, this is the week of Halloween. Although no, no. no. I'm let me, no. Fin- let me finish. Although you'll be hearing it the Monday after. So it's not the week of Halloween. But we're talking about this during Halloween. It's the week of Monday after Halloween. Okay, whatever. Well, at the moment we are November. having this at, at, at the at the at this moment. We are on this magic We are on the we are on the moment. eve of Halloween right now. All Hallows Eve. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like Halloween. I, I like the candy. Well, you get that year round around here. You don't have to have a holiday. You say around here like like the South is the only place you can buy candy year round. Well, in the States. I mean it may be difficult in other countries to get candy at, as readily as we By do. the way, if I could derail us for one moment, you know what I had that was so good? You know the Kinder eggs we talk about. Yeah, how delicious those things are. Yeah, we actually, brought, good. we actually brought them to the show one time. Yeah, we did tried. long ago. They make one now. It's a wafer. It's it's a candy bar. It's two. I saw that. 
so delicious. It's like the crispy wafer with like a Nutella sort of really good chocolate whipped chocolate inside. I think I'll stick with Snickers. It's delicious. See, when I'm buying a candy bar, I don't eat many like I used to. I will pick out one that I know I love. Well, you, I'm just I know I'm going to love most chocolate stuff anyway. I like so, a payday, and, and I like Kinder. You like payday? I do. I like almond joy. No, I tell you what, I'm going to go to every time. Most every time I get a candy bar, I'm going to go to Snickers. Yeah, that's my number one. Possibly Milky Way. Um, I love the yeah. caramel. Uh, and and uh, if and there's the, a Milky Way, somebody says, "Hey, you want this?" I'll say yes. Yeah. And then uh, if if I get out of the chocolate realm, I'm going to do something like a payday or something. Well, Lori, darn it, loves Three Musketeers. I don't like those. See, I don't either. I don't like. It's the, like nothing. It's the, like biting the, air. The nougat in the middle makes my tongue feel weird. Like well, it, it, it's, it's just it's, not it's just, satisfying to me. No, Snickers is satisfying. Now, when I was a kid, I'd take a three uh, Three Musketeers and I'd eat the chocolate off and leave just the center nougat. Yeah, and then eat that by itself. I just don't care for it. Now, I do love the, the a classic for me uh, that actually was in, was. Uh, a candy bar was brand new when we were kids in the 1840s. Is a whatchamacallit? Love, Those are good. Love I remember when they came out. Take five. They're, take fives are the whatchamacallits of this generation. Take fives are delicious. Yeah, they're, well, they're good. Not anything at all like them. The, well, the, it's the newest candy bar, and it's got all kind of stuff in it. Yeah. What about? And I mean, then I got to say Reese's. Let's go old school here. Do you remember milkshake bars? I do. But I didn't really remember eating them. They tasted like a zero, kind of. And I'm not a fan of zero. I'm not a fan I of. I love zero. I'm not a fan of. Um, Zeros are delicious. What's the other one I'm thinking of? I'm not big on Butterfingers. I, I like them, but I'm not going to go looking for them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. That was that was kind of a nod to our top oh, ten. To, the top ten we used to have. Go. Iowa family discovers horrifying basement filled with blood from neighboring meat locker. This comes to us from Des Moines. Was the basement horrifying before, before the, the blood? blood? I don't or? think so. But Nick Lestina made a frightening discovery at his Bagley home this month. Pretty sure that's Bagley. No, it's Bagley. Five inches of animal blood, fat and tissue from a neighboring meat locker. Did they have to say fat and tissue? (laughs) Had seeped into the basement. Why do they say moist fat and tissue? Through a floor drain, creating a scene worthy of a Halloween movie. Some things you just think you'll never see, Lestina said. Lestina, a father of five, has lived next door to Dahl's Custom Meat Locker for 10 years. They need to get a new custom meat locker, sounds like. Yeah. yeah. He said there was never a Should problem. to Dahl's Working Meat Locker. <laughs> there was never a problem until October 3rd this year when he stopped home to pick up a power drill and noticed his sump pump spewing liquid. Oh, that's a sight. Liquid. Your blood shooting blood. Can you imagine? Your, your house shooting blood out of it. Like, <laughs> like the, like the <laughs> elevator. got to move. Like the shining, the elevators. Just leave your stuff. We're getting new stuff. Burn it down. Get a priest. <laughs> blow it up. Cement over it. Burn it again. Two weeks later, the blood is still seeping into the basement. And the Iowa Department of Public Health told the family it's not even safe to live in that home. Oh, it's got to be just putrid. Just they are staying with relatives in Panora until this mess can be cleaned up. Is that where the blue people live? You know, I don't think I want to go back to it. Seriously, this is the bloody house. Stay out of that bloody house. Stay out of it. I've had company uh, come out. I've had a company come out for cleaning and sanitizing, but they can't start that process until it stops coming from the drain. I've been talking to different excavation people. It hasn't been a promising deal. I need dry weather. In spite of everything, Lestina says his family is lucky in one regard. The unfinished basement is mostly used for storing holiday decorations. I don't want to go over there for the holidays. (laughs) The only ones they can keep now are the Halloween ones. Yeah. And a couple of children's beds. He hasn't gone through it to see if anything can be salvaged. He doesn't tell you the kids actually sleep in the bed still. (laughs) 
It smelled like a meat processing facility when I entered the house, said Iowa Department of Natural Resource Senior Environment Specialist Keith Wilkin. Oh, Keith Wilkin knows his stuff. Wilkin, yeah. Wilkin was called in to investigate the source of the bio-waste, which he traced to the meat locker. He said owner Cat- Catlin Dahl showed him the kill Caitlin. Caitlin Dahl. You know what they say about Wilkin, don't you? What? When Wilkin's walking, you better start talking. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> He's, he comes in. He takes care of all these bloody <laughs> scenes. He's, he's the man. Uh, but Caitlin Dahl. Anyway, she showed him the kill room where she had flushed blood down the floor drains October 3rd after killing hogs and cattle. Why would you live next to a place like that? I bet he lived there before they started because they've only been there 10 years. But that seems like the kind of place that would be on a sprawl of land, like a farm or, or, or a bigger piece of land, not just... I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. You know, stupid. The DNR investigator dropped fluorescent dye into the kill room drain for ten minutes, and ten minutes later, the dye appeared in Lestina's basement. Luminol was it luminol? I don't know. If it was no, 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 it'd be luminol because <laughs> it was for cows. Oh, the floor drains in both get buildings a rim shot anymore when I are connected this. to the same tile line. A clog in the line must be likely the cause uh, for the b- blood to back up into the home. Wilkins said tile lines typically discharge into the surface water, but he has not been able to track down where this particular tile line ends. It's obviously plugged or broken right now, he said, but discharging animal blood or animal fat should be illegal. Wilkin worked with the meat locker to eliminate any additional discharge. The company has cemented in floor drains and is pumped bio waste from the kill floor into a eleven hundred gallon tank. So they've got a they've got a broken line somewhere. Something's not right. Well, yeah. A contractor will pump that did, waste. Wait, did 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 uh, Lestina, the guy's name, did he ever consider maybe the fact that his house is just haunted? I don't know. I didn't ask him. You should have. Caitlin and Jared Dahl processed the meat locker or, or purchased the meat locker in April after working in the business for several years. The meat locker butchers animals, including cattle, hogs, goats, chickens, and hunter's game. We didn't change a thing from the previous owner, Caitlin Dahl said. Everything was signed off on and was up to regulations, so we didn't think there were any issues. So anyway, Craig, um, Lestina said uh, that the cleanup will be around two grand to get it all back to where you know they can move back in. And that's going to eat up the insurance right there, he said. I also got a quote from a plumber for $2,300 for the sump pump and the water heater since the pump, which is only three months old, had a bunch of animal fat. Yeah, it's not. It. they're not actually rated for animal fat. No. But Lestina, in closing, said, I, I just want to move back into my house. I'm not looking for a pity party. I just want them to take responsibility for what's been caused. I feel that's fair. And it is fair. Yeah. You know, that's you just me. weird. I just, you know, again, burn the whole place down, start over. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not like finding rattlesnakes under the house. No. We've had that story. Or or spiders or whatever. But still, it's nasty cow blood. Yes. It's just not going to smell good. Nah. You know, I that's think. It's worse than an infestation. I'll tell you that. I just don't want to have any part of it. Hey, stick around because our big story is coming up next. We're going to talk about the insatiable appetite of terror. So don't touch that fast forward button because we'll be back in one minute. Have band theme boxes sent right to your door for just $49 a month. Each curated band box includes two brand new vinyl records by the same popular, critically acclaimed artist, an illustrated track-by-track listening guide, and an exclusive magazine about the featured band or singer. Don't want the records we send you? Exchange them for any title in our catalog. 
pause or cancel your subscription anytime, go to bandboxrocks.com and enter the code WEIRD at checkout to get your first month for half off. How's your performance level? If it's not 100%, you may need help from Pelt Performance. At peltperformance.com, you get products that enhance your physical and mental performance. From state-of-the-art compression socks to backpacks and water bottles, Pelt Performance takes you to the next level of performing. Go to peltperformance.com and use the discount code PODCAST at checkout to save 20% off your first order. And check out their new podcast, High Performance Life, with Chris Sperlick. Weird. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're back. We we are back with the big story. It's a big story. It's a very big it's story. It's a very big story. It's a me story guy. It can go cry itself to sleep on its huge oh, crying a great big pillow. <laughs> each week on Weird, we focus on a. I don't know what that was all about. Each week on Weird, we focus on a single weird story that deserves more attention than the usual stories that we bring you. This is where we're going to bring you conspiracy theories, UFO stories, real life monster stories. Uh, and just really strange stuff. Of course, we're just covering these stories because they're weird. We're not saying we believe them. We might. We might not. What, you know, we don't know. And if you've got a good story you would like us to cover for the big story, just let us know. But for now, big story. Big story. Tonight, Craig, we're going to be discussing the insatiable appetite of Tarare. Now, this one's one that is documented to, to be true. But Tarare... He's a French boucalet boom boom. Now, this story has got... I mean, it's weird. First of all, it's weird. I've never heard anything like this. Second of all, it's got some creepy parts. Some of this stuff creeped me out when I was doing some research. Well, it's 18th century Paris. Well, Terre was the walking manifestation of one of the seven deadly sins as he prowled the cobbled streets of 18th century Paris, indulging in his endless hunger. Oh, this is endless love. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Hey, guess what? <laughs> it's my turn. With his huge, lipless mouth. How do you talk? Uh, his mouth wide open beyond what any other person could accomplish and filled with stained teeth, mm. Tarare would eat corks, rocks, whole baskets of apples, and live animals. Yes. He often craved snake. Uh. For the weird amusement of grossed out audiences that were challenged to satiate his seemingly insatiable appetite. That was a good sentence. Yeah. Like the competitive binge eaters of today, people, people, food is not a competition. No, no, it's not. I don't like to watch like not, Chestnut uh, or any of these guys. I will if, they're, if I don't, it's see, on. I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't watch that stuff. Joey Chestnut? Don't know. Yeah. Well, he's. The I one know that. Joey Two Fish. <laughs> uh, Joey Chestnut's the world record holder of hot dog eating. Anyway, Terrer was quite small in size. Hmm. Who would that remind me of? Oh, <laughs> weighing no more than 100 pounds before a meal anyway. Uh, despite all of his daily uh, cal- caloric, I can't say caloric. 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 You know how you have a problem with ventriloquism? Yeah, I can't say that. Say what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. His <laughs> caloric intake, 
He just couldn't keep any of the weight on. When his stomach was empty, it was loosely stretched to the point that he would wrap it around his waist like a disgusting belt. (laughs) When he was full, it would blow up like a balloon, and Terrer would resemble a pregnant woman on the day before birth. His cheeks, much like his stomach, when not full of who knows what, were said to be able to hold as many as a dozen eggs, were wrinkled and slack, hanging down uh, to create premature jowls. Now, before he became a popular street performer, Terrer lived in a dreary or lived a dreary, sad lifestyle as part of a traveling company of criminal sideshow misfits. Uh, born in Lyon, France, somewhere around 1772, his insatiable appetite was apparent from an early age. There's a legend that has it that the uh, a young Terrer was able to eat his own body weight and meat within a single day. I've been to a couple of buffets where I think I have. <laughs> Sadly. This boundless craving forced him out of his family's home as a teenager as they could no longer afford to feed him. So he ha- he may have had a, uh, it may cover this, but he may have had one of those uh, metabolism issues where he has to get, eat all the time. We're going to get down to, to the nitty gritty He was the here. flash. He has to eat nonstop. After a few years of touring the country as a vagabond begging for food, Terrer became the opening act for a snake oil salesman before heading off to Paris to perform as a, uh, as a standalone act. Who bought snake oil? Where did that, where did that come from? <laughs> Snakes? I mean, did someone at some point actually try to sell someone snake oil? I think oil? they did. One time, Terrer collapsed in wait, the middle a, of his act. A, wait, wait, wait. Is it an essential snake oil? <laughs> no, it's not. So anyway, uh, while he was doing this standalone act, he did see some su- success, but there were risks involved. Uh, one time, Terrer collapsed in the middle of his act with an intestinal obstruction the members of his audience had to carry him to a nearby hospital where he was treated with laxatives. I don't need to know that. To show his gratitude, Terrer offered to demonstrate his talents by eating the doctor's pocket watch. Now, the doctor said, that'll be fine, but only if I could cut you open afterward to get my watch back. And Terrer declined due to this stipulation. Wow. During the French War, when respected surgeon Dr. Pierre Francois Percy... Oui, oui. First met the always hungry Terrer, who was now a soldier for the French Revolution. Uh, I can't say revolutionary. (laughs) Easy now. For the French Revolutionary Army, uh, just 20 years old, this weird patient turned out to be really extraordinary. Terrer couldn't survive off the military rations alone, so he began to pick up odd jobs around the base for his fellow soldiers in exchange for their food rations, but that still wouldn't satisfy his hunger. Uh, that's when he hit the refuge pile, scrounging for anything else to fill his belly. Get into my belly. Fill his Des- belly. Despite all of his scr- his scrounging, Terrer still fell victim to exhaustion and was put into a military hospital under the care of Dr. Percy Sledge. Once admitted, uh, he uh, was being granted four times the normal uh, rations, but even eating quadruple the amount of what would fill a normal soldier, it failed to satisfy his hunger. I'm telling you, this guy was hungry. Terrer began to eat uh, rum uh, to eat rummage. Yeah, through the garbage. Well, should, shouldn't I say he began to rummage through the garbage? Yes. Steal food from other patients and even snack on, a, on hospital bandages. Yes. <laughs> Psychological tests found Terrer to be apathetic but otherwise sane. So the doctor's report said that Terrer had bloodshot eyes, I bet, and was constantly overheated and sweating with a body odor so rancid. That, I like that band, by the way. Rancid. rancid. They're so good. I thought they were going to say Terrer Sweaty. Oh, something if we it. still did band names, Terrer Sweat would be a pretty good one. Sweating like Tourette. Tarrer Sweat. I said Tourette. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but anyway, his odor became so rancid that he could be smelled from 20 feet away. Well, you, that's nothing. I can smell you 20 feet away. The smell only got worse after eating. Doctors described it as being so bad, he literally had visible stink lines. And I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is? I'm not sure. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't think I do either. I bet it was moist. <laughs> I mean, it, may, it, may, it, may, it may have been a trinket. After eating, Terrer would usually pass out. Noticing this, his doctor began preparing a meal made for 15 normal adults. And he was doing this to test Terrer's limits, which he predictably ate every bit of it at a rapid pace. The doctor continued uh, the experiment by feeding Terrer live animals, Craig. Crazy. <laughs> he ate a cat. A live cat. No loss. Uh, which, oh, this is gross. Which he, should I read that line? <laughs> um, leave it at he ate a cat. Okay, he ate a cat. Um, he ate an owl. Well, you can say, no, no, no. It says, no, he didn't eat an owl. He said, like an owl. Oh, he did something like an owl. Okay. He regurgitated. He regurgitated. He regurgitated. He regurgitated its fur. All right, he also ate lizards, snakes, which he was pretty fond of, puppies. That's wrong. And I can ate. stand for a cat being eaten by Terrer, <laughs> but I draw the line at puppies. And he ate an entire eel. I wish it was an electric eel. Oh, that, that would have been great. It would have happened. He'd be singing, you light up my life. Where's the... We got, it's like we got no soundboard anymore. I'm Never sorry. mind. It's okay. The moment's passed. After months of exper- experimentation, the military finally figured out a way to use Terrer to their advantage. He would eat the enemy. They cons- commissioned him as a spy for the French Army. His first mission was to secretly deliver a document across enemy lines in a place that it could not easily be detected if caught. That place, Craig, his digestive tract. Hmm. After being paid with 30 pounds of raw bull meat delivered in a wheelbarrow, which he ate immediately upon receipt in front of generals and other commanding officers, Tarrer swallowed a wooden box containing a document that could pass through his system completely. He swallowed a wooden box, Craig. It was wooden. It, it, it passed through his system completely intact and be delivered to the high-ranking prisoner. He had to pass that wooden box. Yes, the high-ranking prisoner of war in Prussia. How would you like to be the recipient of said The box? recipient? Yes. Uh, what, what kind of crappy note is this you're bringing me? <laughs> this stinks. I don't want to work here anymore. As we can only imagine, a person who smells like a sewer and constantly eats from the garbage would attract attention, not exactly the ideal hallmark makings of a spy. Compound this with the fact that Terrer did not speak a word of German. He was caught almost immediately, beaten, thrown behind bars, and forced to experience the psychological torture of a mock execution before being returned to France. Oh, my gosh. Again, under the care of Dr. Percy Sledge, the trauma Terrer (laughs) endured left him incapable of continuing his military service and desperate to find a cure for his condition. Uh, uh, Laudanum opiate. What are laudanum? Laudanum It's an opiate. Okay, opiates, wine vinegar, tobacco pills. Tobacco pills? Yeah, those, uh, what's those Tourette's thing you take? Uh, (laughs) Nicker Tourette's? Oh, Nickerette. They gave him Nickerette. Uh, was still forced to walk the streets fighting stray dogs for discarded slaughterhouse cuisine, drink the blood of patients who were being treated with bloodletting, and was even caught consuming cadavers from the hospital morgue multiple times. (laughs) See, what did I tell you? This is creepy stuff. Eventually, a toddler went missing from the (laughs) hospital, and Terrer, the suspected culprit, was chased from the premises before disappearing into the city. Did you see what you just said? Yeah. He ate a toddler. Well, no, the toddler went missing. They didn't say he ate him. No, he ate him. 
I'm telling you right okay, now. I've seen a couple of toddlers that I might feed him. Get in my belly. Get in my belly, toddler. Dr. Percy uh, was contacted by a physician of Versailles Hospital. <laughs> Versace. At the, at the behest of a patient on their deathbed. Sure enough, it was Terrer. Now brought to death's door by what he professed to be a golden fork he had swallowed two years previously and was now lodged inside of him. Where'd he get his medical degree, I wonder? It had been I don't know. it had been four years I'm, since, I'm speechless for once. It had been four years since Percy had last seen Terrer, who hoped he could save his life by removing the fork. Unfortunately for Terrer, it was not a fork that was killing him, but end stage tuberculosis. <coughs> With <coughs> Within a month, he was dead. A curious colleague intended to inspect Terrer's corpse. However, fellow surgeons refused to partake, and it quickly became a race against the clock as the body began to deteriorate, we'll say. It was probably turning back into its alien form. (laughs) Findings from the autopsy revealed that Terrer possessed a shockingly wide esophagus, which allowed spectators to look directly from his open mouth into his stomach which was unfathomably large and lined with ulcers. Uh, I'm not His body that. was full no, of... No. <laughs> that's, that's a word that makes me... Pus? Oh, stop. His liver and gallbladder were abnormally large. This was a demon of a man, wasn't it? And the fork... An abomination. The golden fork he claimed to have eaten never was recovered. So he must have passed it and didn't even know it. So what was the cause of Terrera's insatiable hunger? In short, we don't know for sure when contemporary medical procedures of the time included drinking raw mercury to clear out head <laughs> demons. Let me let me read that line again for those who weren't really listening. When contemporary medical procedures of the time included drinking raw mercury to clear out head demons. And we already it, discussed bloodletting. Should it come as a surprise that Terrera received no suitable diagnosis or treatment in his own lifetime? Well, this is the eighteen early 1800s. Yeah. However... Some interesting. No, it's the late 1700s. Yeah, it was 1700s. Yeah. However, uh, 18th century. I get the century numbers and the years mixed yeah, up. Yeah, it's the 1700s. Um, however, some interesting theories have been suggested over the years. Ripley's.com. Like, we're okay. <laughs> All right. This episode sponsored. And he's like, Ripley's.com, if you can believe that or not, <laughs> was able to speak to Dr. Don Moore, a chiropractor certified in science based nutrition and owner and operator of Synergy Pro Wellness to get his take on things. Now, granted, there is a possibility that Dr. Percy Sledge's personal documentation it's in the- Percy. Dr. Percy. Uh, I like my name better. No. Uh, personal Craig? documentation. Yeah, Dr. Percy Craig Sledge. <laughs> personal documentation Hammer. in Dr. the- Dr. Percy Craig, Craig Sledge Hammer. Uh, documented in the years following Terrer's death were exaggerated or falsified, but they were considered credible enough at the time of their publication to be featured in reputable uh, medical text such as Thou Study of Medical... <laughs> med- <laughs> what is this, KJV version? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Popular <laughs> Physiology physiology, and London Medical and Physical Journal, plus Dr. Percy Sledge is considered the father of military surgeon. Surgeons was chief surgeon of the French uh, to the French Army a university professor, inventor of important battlefield medical implements. What do you invent the saw? No, he invented gauze. <laughs> gauze. <laughs> and is considered an all-around highly reputable guy. That's pa- that should be past tense. 
So given we accept the above, the above tell as an accurate representation of Terrer's symptoms, what does Dr. Moore have to say about it? Tell me more. Well, what he had Tell to say. Tell me, comma, more. What he had to say was it can be broken down by category. So Terrer didn't suffer from psychosis, so he was completely aware and cognitive. Uh, but that didn't rule out hyperactivity of hormones and dysfunction of components of the brain. He had a thyroid issue. Well, he did pass out after eating. I guess <laughs> I think you and I've done that before. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I usually do that. <laughs> yeah, and I eat more than I should. Um, his sensor in his brain that would normally let him know he was full might have been damaged. Uh, if he underwent a brain study, he would have probably been identified as having an enlarged hypothalamus. Well, the problem is that even if they could have done a brain uh, brain study, yeah, when he died, his brain isn't. Remember they said it was just disgusting. Like he died, he he's like a, he's like a. They, they actually took a squeegee and they squeegeed That's him off gross. the bed. The hypothalamus regulates the body's temperature and is responsible for causing the sensation of hunger. So that explains why the doctor said he was always overheated. My hypothalamus is going on right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> so he was always overheated. So given Terrer was constantly overheated and in dire search of food, it's a perfect fit. Doctor Moore also suspects a possible case of pica, or pica. Pica. I would say pica. Pikachu, which causes Pika-boo. the eating of non-edible objects. So that's a real thing. I wish you had Pika, and yeah. I'd come in and you'd like be eating a, a mug. Yeah, you know, being like a like a that know, chair, like like my arm. As for why, I, I don't know. Like maybe like eating up the time we have in this podcast, coming <laughs> up with things to say. As for why Terrer never weighed more than 100 pounds, Dr. Moore uh, theorizes, based on his habitually eating of raw meat, he was most likely had a parasite. The old tapeworm. Yeah. The fact that he was of normal size means nothing else is being nourished, and the fact that he was constantly hungry leans toward him feeding a secondary organiz- organism. A parasite like a hookworm or a roundworm problem. So, but, but wait a minute. He okay. lived. He apparently lived. Did they say how old he was when he died? No. Okay, so he lived for a while. So he, there, there had to be a little more than that. I mean, he would have been dead long before, right? Yeah. Anyway, there are, there exist other equally plausible theories as well. Hyperthyroidism. I think I said that a while ago. I think you did too. Something which, like that. Which can uh, cause an excessive appetite and sweating as well as a fi- as well as fine hair. He has some fine hair. <laughs> Prater Willi syndrome, uh, a condition which causes constant hunger even for non-edible items. Extreme iron deficiency, which causes cravings for the same. A damage amygdala what is that amygdala where are you amygdala is also possible a possibility it can cause polyphagia a medical term for extreme overeating interestingly a case similar albeit less extreme to terrarius was reported at the exact same time in the exact same area that of Charles Domery. Wait, that's old man Domery's boy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 little Charlie Domery. Yeah. Which may point to a common environmental cause given that this all occurred concurrently with the French Revolution, which was built on a foundation of famine, a shared nutritional deficiency may be at fault. Uh, any of or a combination of the aforementioned could be what caused Terrer to be in something. <laughs> and or in other words, induced his cannibalistic tendencies uh, that will never be known for sure. Well, in all, this tale sounds more like something from the mythos of Stephen King than it does an unresolved mystery from the pages of medical history. You like popcorn, Terrer? Whatever pop, caused pop, pop, it. Pop, 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 pop. 
it, it may be easy to ridicule. That was my portrayer. That was actually the best Pennywise I could do. I'm and, sorry. Really and label nothing. him as a monster. Sometimes I think you just want me to be quiet, and then you know how I feel when I'm talking and you're talking. But it would be more accurate. Should I quit now? To categorize <laughs> his case as a tragedy. Terrier did not Tragedy. did not ask for it. Oh man, don't bring back, don't bring up the BGs, the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> heebie-jeebies, the BGEBGBs. Terrier did not ask for his uh, high metabolism. His and, what? It, yeah, and there is no telling how he personally felt about the grotesque actions that pushed him to commit. So if you never got full and you never gained weight, I just, of course, the food was. Not readily available back then. Well, you know, my friend Clark lived in a town. They had this meteor shower. I got a friend that lives in a town. Yeah. It's you. And everyone <laughs> everyone in that town, when the meteor shower hit, all developed these weird powers. And there was this one, we'll call her Amy Adams, who was insatiable. And she eating everything. They, they, a guy drove up in a car one day. She was in the middle of the road opening her mouth up while eating a deer. Imagine a hunger so agonizing. <laughs> That it pushes that you. That might to have eat been a TV anything. show. I'm not really sure, but anything. But it was the same thing. Couldn't quit eating. Had to keep eating. Nevertheless, all that we can do now is be thankful for the advances in medical technology that have pre- prevented more cases like this from occurring. I think it's that thing where um, the metabolism is ra- so rapid you have to eat so many calories to um, to sustain to, 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 to function to sustain. Yeah, because he if he didn't get enough to eat, he would collapse and then he, if he, even if he did eat a lot he would collapse but sad strange sometimes story. i get up and then i just collapse i get knocked down but i get up again get up again yeah yeah <laughs> the thing is such a tough thumper and i did not I, researching this story um was was weird and there were a lot weird. of cases or a lot of other articles that i read through where there's just stuff even too creepy for us to talk about not for me well, on on these microphones. Now, if we had other microphones, perhaps. But what if these, we had two turntables and like one microphone? No, that it still wouldn't work. Okay. Still wouldn't work. Just checking. Anywho, we certainly thank you for listening to Weird. Please send us any story ideas you may have for the big story, or heck, even just weird news from recent times. We'll include those in the uh, weekly Weird. I think we. That was the most disjointed conversation we've ever had. <laughs> we've had some pretty disjointed conversations. So, uh, anyway, hey, why don't you tell your friends about Weird? Please. We need more weird listeners because... Weirdos. We're, we need more weirdos. We're, we making, really do. we're building an army of weirdos, and we need your help. So, please, please. How about you get back with us with all your friends, give us some reviews, do that thing you do, tell your friends, tell people you don't even like. We don't care. They're your enemies. They don't really know. We're easy like Sunday morning when it comes to that stuff. So, uh, anyway, have a good week. See you uh, next Monday when we talk about something also weird. Yes. <laughs> it will be. It will be weird. I'd say happy Halloween. Day, so, uh, it's well, that's long past. Get ready for Thanksgiving. What if I was happy Halloweening them for next year? Hey, by the way, I'm kind of getting into Christmas spirit already. Okay. Back up, you creep. Darn.